0: Um, You've heard the horror stories, right? People who, you know, they travel and uh, aren't aware of roaming charges or aren't sure exactly how it works, and they get home and find out their cell bill is hundreds, sometimes thousands of dollars, right? It's not cheap. It really is not cheap. In Canada, essentially the way that it works, if you take a look at the big three carriers, and that's what we're going to talk about primarily, they all have subsidiaries, but let's call it Bell, us Rogers, okay? Those are the three biggies. Um, Essentially right now you're looking at $12 a day, Roaming charges when you go to the United States, $15 a day internationally. Okay. So that means outside of the U.S., anywhere else in the world. If you leave your phone on, they cap it at 15. They didn't, <laughs> they haven't always capped it. It used to just get crazy. So now the cap is 12 a day in the U.S., 15 a day internationally. Next week, though, um, it's going to go up for a couple, depending on who you're with. Uh, Bell goes from 12 and 15 to 13 and 16. Telus goes from 12 and 15 to 14 and 16. So it's, it's one more cost to the incredibly high cost that Canadians already pay for cell service. The question is, why? And is it fair? Is this something that, you know, there's justification for these companies going ahead and you know making these kinds of changes and is there any way of knowing we're going to chat with kilden bester now who's an analyst on competition policy and co-founder of the canadian anti-monopoly project also a fellow at the center for international governance innovation Keldon, thank you for your time i appreciate you being here today thanks for having me this cost uh has there been an explanation as to why our major cell providers feel that they need to do this this is something that they have to do
1: Well, so far, I don't think we've seen comments from either Bell or TELUS. You know, I imagine these are agreements that they strike with international carriers. I imagine they'll say something like, oh, this reflects the increases from those carriers, not us. Um, But, you know, this is a source of revenue and profit for these companies. Um, so they are uh, choosing to pass that on if if there is, if there is in fact a cost increase, which we may never know. Yeah, they are choosing to pass that on to consumers.
0: In terms of, do you know? Uh, and I, when you take a look at what's going on in other countries, what do they pay for roaming fees? If you, if I'm in Europe, um, aren't there laws in place saying no, no, you, you you just charge the same price. You can't go and charge twelve dollars a day. That's that's a thing, right?
1: You know, I, I'm not sure about how other jurisdictions. Handle international roaming, but but what I do know is that you know almost every other country on the planet has a more competitive market um, for cell phone services, and, and therefore consumers are better able to you know have their business competed for and, and get better situations, um, get better offers internationally. But you know what we hear when international folks visit Canada is that they are truly shocked about the cost um, associated with with that roaming
0: and does it still come down to competition i mean that we always whenever we have this conversation kelden it's about we'll take a look at the size of this country and the population and it makes sense it's very expensive to provide this service um is, is does that still hold up today um, i know they spend a lot of money to build their networks and uh, is it still just coming down to competition and companies don't want to come here because it costs too much
1: yeah you know look at a country like australia even more um spread out yeah. than we are Less density, lower population overall, and they've got an order of magnitude cheaper cell phone service. So I, I think this is, a, this is a red herring. You know, these firms will say, well, it snows more in Canada, but, you know, that should be showing up in, in their financials, and, and that really isn't the case.
0: Um, in terms of what's being done about this, there, every government for I don't know how many years now has said, we're going to fix this. We're going to make things better. Nobody has. Is it ever going to happen, do you think, Kelvin?
1: You know we have to remain optimistic, and there's a new CRTC chair, our telecom regulator, and, and she's got a full plate um, both in the telecom and the broadcasting space. But, you know, each each of these regulators, if the government is behind them, has an opportunity to, um, you know, really change the situation that we're in by by following the by following the lead of you know other countries that have done the same. So I I, I remain optimistic, but um, but I, I wouldn't be uh, I, I wouldn't be holding my breath. And here's a question that I just got from a listener, and I thought the same thing.
0: Isn't it kind of interesting that both of these companies decide they need to do this on the same day? I mean, in terms if, if they're operating independently, maybe it's just because the U.S. carriers are raising. I mean, does that tell us anything, or are we reading into it?
1: You know, interesting is a is a great word for it. Maybe a little too generous. Um, you know, in an oligopoly market, um, competitors watch one another and, and they take cues for opportunities to. Raise prices across the board. So it is certainly interesting that Bell and Telus uh, are doing this, and, and we'll be watching to see if if Rogers follows suit. You know, given the media attention that this has rightly gotten, I bet they lay low for a little bit. But I wouldn't be surprised to see a, a similar rise from them um, in the future. Right.
0: Yeah. For sure. Of course. Yeah. I mean, if, if that's what the going rate is, they'll charge it. Uh, Keldon, uh, thanks so much for being here. I appreciate your time.